All right, we're here, episode 17, Tay Adams, packing it up. Finally awoke from my slumber after that boring first half. Uh, Packers, Seahawks, Packers coming away with what seems like a convincing victory. Uh, Kevin Hurd, Marcus Wiegert. Marcus, you awake? Just woke up. Um, I love the Packers, live and die in it. The most exciting thing in life. Not to take anything away from my family or from you, Kev. But, wow, what a boring first half. No offense, Dagan. You just mentioned your brother was at the game, and I'm so glad I told somebody I wasn't at the game because with how cold it is, you know, again, you're get, I'm getting older now. I kind of get sensitive that way. But, yeah, just dull. I mean, Russell Wilson looked out of sorts. Aaron Rodgers looked out of sorts. The injuries, which I don't even want to talk about because I want to cry. Hold on, let me go get a tissue first before I talk about that. But it's, uh, yeah, a win's a win. Here we are. A win is a win, something that we will take. Uh, But, you know, you kind of mentioned we'll probably touch on some of it, but I got a feeling we're on the same wavelength, star of the game. Who do you got? A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon. Let's go. Ding, 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 ding. I think this happened two or three times. I'll have to go back into the archives here. But uh, we're starting, you know, we've done this pod for a while. I don't know how many people are out there truly listening. The ones that do listen, we do care about you, and we want you to continue coming back. But the longer we do this, the more in sync we get with each other. And, I mean, we're really locking up here. We're peaking as the Packers are peaking. It's, it's beautiful. Beautiful chemistry. Uh, you know, hopefully injuries don't derail us. Who is? I mean, you would probably be done first before I would knock on wood. I mean, there's a chance uh, maybe one of us get electrocuted here, I guess we are online. So, uh, yeah, right. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what more needs to be said. I mean, AJ Dillon, obviously Aaron Jones goes out, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but I mean, just AJ Dillon is just a, he's just a nightmare to tackle in the open field. I would Granted, I'm biased, but probably second in the league to Derrick Henry. Just not a guy that you want to see coming straight at you. Uh, and you got to make what they call a business decision uh, in the industry about, you know, whether to tackle him or whether to not tackle him. Uh, but, you know, two touchdowns from him, just he's always just been consistent. Um, so shout out to all the people that didn't want him in a Packers uniform. Really? Shout out to all them people because, again, I hate to bring up as my voice cracks or I get so sentimental about this, but uh, the Zoom I was on with people because, you know, we are in that pandemic at that time. And, man, A.J. Dillon, why do we need a running back? We got Aaron Jones. We got Jamal Williams. Blah, blah, blah. Shut your mouth, people. Shut it. It's called having a plan, folks, okay? A plan by a well-thought-out organization probably isn't going to come to fruition right away you know uh see jordan love see aaron Rodgers, see aj Dillon, kind of even though he was running pretty downhill last year in his rookie season but you know just uh yeah i mean what more can you say about him when the weather gets cold i mean that dude is hard to tackle in a game like this glad that guy's in green and gold and not on the other sideline for sure Who's your good for the game? Oh, I, I bounced around decisions on this one. Um, but Preston Smith, I mean, I said when we originally got this pod going, wrote him off, definitely was wrong. I'm here to apologize to you, Kevin, say you were right. Um, I wanted to give it to Joe Barry, wanted to give it to Kevin King, wanted to give it to a lot of people. 
But Preston Smith, man, um, I mean, Joe Barry. Talk about Joe Barry. We've been talking this pot about Mike Pettin. Hey, and- I just want to say that Joe Barry was my good of the game, you know, for being, uh, you know, just a flat-out supporter of him through and through, you know, from week one, even in New Orleans, just sticking by that guy. Just I never questioned that decision. So, yeah, Joe Barry was my good, just pitching a shutout for the first time since uh, 2018. I mean, okay, just, so we got people that probably – what a great move by the Packers. We I got mean, people I, that probably just started listening over the last few weeks. You don't need to BS them because you were definitely not on the Joe Barry train at that time. So this is an honest show. We keep it the way it is. We don't need to, you know, change how we inform people here, Kev. There, there's a little, uh, I, I can't think of the word right now, a little bit of gamesmanship there. You, can, you just got to go back and listen to old episodes and decide for yourself. It's a good point. Uh, what do we got for, what do we got for bad? Aaron Rodgers was very bad, and I'm going to say from the standpoint of how he's played. Um, obviously, saw some tweets out there that they're like, hey, last week at this time the game was 6 nothing, and you know it was like 3 nothing for a while, and obviously it felt like a very similar game in a lot of ways. But in terms of Rodgers, I mean, his – I don't know what the word is. The, the sink obviously was not there with him being out. Um, throwing balls low to guys behind guys, Aaron wait, Jones. So, wait, so you're so you're saying that if you just practice two days before a game with a starting unit, you might not be in sync and you might not look okay. That's what I'm kind that of saying, what, yeah. Is yeah. that what is that what you're saying? Like, so you know, we shouldn't rush the judgment on Rodgers after one game where he's not in sync with his guys. Is that what you're saying? No, we, we, we lay it like it is. Hot take central here. He was not oh, good. okay. Well, I just want to – because, like, well, never mind. I mean, you can probably see where I'm going with that. But, okay, Aaron Rodgers was your bad. Uh, well, he's, he's, me, he's, he's had practice with these guys, though. Right. Okay. All right. But I guess, you know, I'm sticking on a week-to-week basis here. It's the NFL. I mean, a lot can change in a week, you know. You can see where I'm going this as we're both Jordan Love supporters on this pod. That, that's just what I'm getting at. I'm yeah, sorry. Jordan Love hasn't had the reps with those guys. Rodgers has, <laughs> and all of a sudden now he comes out there and he's missing guys all over the place. And then, hey, I mean, I, didn't, I haven't seen Brett Favre in a Packers uniform for quite a while, but, man, that throw, holy cow. Like, what was he doing? What was he doing? Yeah, I'm not quite sure if he was trying to get that ball out of the end zone or if he was trying to – you know, spark up some magic that he thought he had, but either way. Yeah. And well, pretty there's bad. No, no magic. Don Mikowski was not wearing that Jersey there. So. Uh, my bad. I also had to make a decision and it was tough because field goal unit uh, was, I, I wrote down my decisions in order of when they popped into my head and the first one I wrote was field goal unit. Cause I wasn't happy about that because I think, you know, if you're a contender uh, in the league, you got to have solid, at least solid special teams. And right now, feels like every field goal is a mystery. Uh, I wrote, I, I wrote right. Roy Newman next, uh, just because I felt like he was a little shaky again today. You know, and Bakhtiari comes back. You know, do they slide Jenkins over left guard? Do you put somebody else at right guard and just take him out of the lineup? I'm not sure. We'll see. Uh, I guess it's a good problem to have when you got you know, all pro linemen coming back, but my bad is running shotgun on third and one. Okay. I'm just starting to get sick of this. All right. It's, 
because just from a basic Madden standpoint, all right, let's just say for all you people out there that have played Madden, you okay, just bring when, Madden into it. When you're, well, I'm just saying, when, when you're running shotgun in Madden, if you run a run play, the only play that you can probably, the only place where you can probably go is up the middle. So if I see the Packers running shotgun on third and one, that's exactly what I'm thinking. So, you know, get under center. Okay, then we can maybe toss left, toss right, you know, run it up the middle. It gives you some options. You know, you could go play action. I mean, last year, a huge feature of the Packers offense was that, you know, play action. And then they would bring tight end across the formation. And that's part of their, um, you know, single back packages is, is they have the same look, but they can go various plays from that. And, you know, this year, third and one, they just seem to line up in shotgun and either throw it or they just run it right up the middle. And then we're surprised when teams just load the box on that and stop it. And to me, it just makes no sense. I mean, be, uh, be a threat in multiple ways, um, you know, kind of just, they just seem to lack that. And it's pretty vanilla. Now, granted, we can't just praise AJ Dillon and say that he can run through everybody you know, I wish he could, but when they're predictable in those situations, that just bothers me. Preach, man. Love to hear that. I mean, you're spot on there. And, oh, I don't want to get into the play calling and all that stuff that I usually get on because we won. But uh, a lot of questions I have there with certain stuff, too. So, um, your fun. My fun part of the game, man. I mean, snow at Lambeau. Let's go. That's mine. Just get me out there in the seats, uh, you know seeing guys out there with no shirts on. I mean, that's, that's Packer football weather, man. I mean, you're handing it off to AJ Dillon and making guys tackle that dude. I mean, that's, that's football in Wisconsin. I hope they continue with that as an identity, you know, as Rogers gets back into sync here, a little bit more play action, easier throws. I mean, he started out solid in the first quarter, you know, hitting MVS long. That was good to see to try and get him back in a rhythm, but it was in, easier throw because they had set it up you know different run plays uh you know just solid timing routes and then they just kind of got away from that I felt like you know he started staring down receivers like they had that fourth down conversion uh to Lazard for fourth and two and he snapped the ball and it was very non-Rogers like he just stared at Lazard the whole time and then safety just came downhill and just hit him and I thought that was going to be a turning point in the game. I thought Seattle was going to take it and go the other direction and either tie it up with a field goal or, uh, you know, get a touchdown and take the lead. But, you know, my guy, Joe Barry came and saved the day. So, but <laughs> fun winter weather. It's a great time of year. Packers need to have some home games in the playoffs, man. And we'll talk about that coming up here soon. So what was your fun part of the game? That was my fun. Wow. Two. I mean, I was so excited, but obviously you were a lot more because you couldn't hear me talking there. So, yeah, Snow Lambo. I mean, it gets me emotional. Um, I don't know about guys with shirts off. I mean, that's – I'm not going to take my shirt off when it's cold outside, but, uh, you know, each each their own there. But uh, how about your ugly? Uh, it's just the it's just the injuries, man. I mean, it's just – Yeah, it's, mine, I mean, uh, this, this pod, we didn't even have a pre-production meeting like we usually do. Yeah. And literally, we're three out of four here um actually four out of five almost so yeah almost yeah just what a, what a day for us I guess uh but yeah I mean it's just you can't help but 
you know, feel good about a win, but you're also just questioning the rest of the year. You know, you have, you have Jay, you already have uh, Jair Alexander's Darius Smith out. And, you know, I was kind of thinking about this today, you know, we've heard reports like, Hey, you know, it's good to have those guys, you know, back at practice and, and it's good that they're in the building, but nothing about a timetable with those guys. And, you know, we'll talk about the NFC playoff picture here in a second, but, you know, these games kind of matter. I think the number one seed is more important than ever. You know, in the end, you're going to have to line up and play football. But, you know, for the Packers to have home field advantage, I think that would be an advantage, uh, especially against, you know, some of the top tier teams in the NFC. And, you know, you you saw what, uh, you know, happened with Tampa Bay today, like that helps the Packers. And, and I just want them to get guys back healthy. But Rashawn Gary's injury looked gross. They couldn't even show it on TV. I have no idea what's going to happen there. You know, Aaron Jones is getting emotional on the sidelines. Like it's, it's, it's a part of the game, but man, I mean, you just feel, you just feel bad for the squad considering you know how well they're playing right now. So what do you think they do with running back? Obviously they're going to have to sign somebody. Uh, they do have a guy in the practice squad. They just signed. I can't think of his first name, last name's Armstead. Never heard of the guy. Let's be honest here. Patrick Taylor had a decent preseason, showed a little bit of running at the end there. But obviously, they're going to bring another guy in. My thought is, do they just sign Dexter Williams off the Browns practice squad? Yeah, you know, it's a tough situation. Yeah, it's a tough situation for the Packers because you'd like to go uh, and have them get a name that you feel like you know. But I, I just don't think that's going to going to be the case. I think they're going to roll uh, with the guys they got and just elevate some guys on the practice squad. I mean, you might, you know, see guys familiar with the Patrick situation. You know, I'm not sure you know, Dexter Williams could be out there if they bring him back, uh, something like that. But I wouldn't expect anything flashy uh, from the Packers in that regard. So, you know, business as usual, they say, in terms of the Packers. Yep. Well, next week at Minnesota, a noon kickoff, which is kind of odd. Haven't had a lot of those this year. I don't know what the hell to think of the Minnesota Vikings. Obviously, they beat the Los Angeles Chargers today. Always dangerous going to uh, what used to be known as the Metrodome. Now U.S. Bank, um, even though it's not the same building. But playing indoors, Minnesota, weird things happen. Um, people remember T.J. Rubley. We just talked about him last week. Bring it up again. Why not? Wow. Uh, Back-to-back T.J. Rubley references. Yeah. you got to be the only pod out there doing that. Yeah. I might buy a T.J. Rubley Packer jersey just to see if I can get any comments next time I go to Lambeau. I don't think it's so much about Minnesota. I don't even think it's so much about Green Bay. The biggest thing I think is – who is healthy and who's not because I just don't know I know we just got done talking about this but how many more weeks can you go having star players get hurt I mean it just doesn't even pay to talk about it anymore because it is what it is merciless was really starting to come on in this game boom just that's right at the end and Seattle's trying to get some points they don't want to get shut out but I'm just like don't get anybody hurt here and there's a couple of those plays where Amos is breaking them up and Savage is basically breaking up Amos's pick. And I'm like, God, could you just imagine these guys running each other? Like, it's just like, just end the game. Right. And that's, you know, we talk about it on this podcast all the time. It's all about when you play people. So, you know, for the Packers losing a couple guys, like, you know, does, does Minnesota walk into an advantageous situation? You know, the Packers are down a bunch of guys and, and they're, you know, they're really holding Pat, especially on the defensive side, you know, the past three weeks playing pretty good quarterbacks and, and, keeping them out of the end zone, which has been pretty impressive. So, you know, you feel law of averages, like when is this going to not go our way? And, you know, I don't know, 
if it's with the Minnesota Vikings, I don't know if it's with the Los Angeles Rams uh, the next weekend. Luckily, you know, the Packers have the Rams at home. So, you know, we can welcome those warm weather guys, uh, you know, into the cold of Lambeau Field. But, you know, you kind of mentioned it, you know, a little bit um, just talking about, you know, who's healthy, different injuries, and, and we're not going to spend a whole lot of time talking on it. But I am going to link the two together because obviously, you know, the Rams had Robert Woods, you know, tears ACL, he's done for the year. And then they signed Odell Beckham. There was a lot of Packers speculation there. I do honestly feel that the Packers made a move, but, you know, briefly, let's just touch on, you know, the NFC playoff picture. Cause right now the Packers are the number one seed in the NFC and uh, Tampa Bay lost today to the Redskins. I know shout out to your boy, Taylor Heineke. Uh, oh, getting it love done. him, man, dude. Um, a lot of fun to watch. He's a baller. <laughs> yep, you love that dude. And uh, Dallas Cowboys, you know, last week, not really looking like themselves against the Denver Broncos, really came to play this week against the Falcons. I think winning by 40 or something sounds about right. Uh, Arizona laying a complete dud without Kyler Murray uh, against Carolina Panthers. And then I kind of already touched on the Rams uh, who played tomorrow night, but, you know, lose a key piece on offense. And so, you know, it's just a it's just a really tough point in the Packers schedule with that late bye, the week 13 bye, like that bye week cannot come fast enough as far as injuries. But you know, they got two tough games, like an interdivision game against the Vikings. Those are always seem to be tough, especially on the road. And then the Rams the following weekend. So, you know, with this new added week in the NFL schedule, it really is going to be a test of endurance. And, and I feel the Buccaneers have had guys out early and maybe at the end of the year, they'll get those guys back. I'm worried that the Packers are getting guys injured now and won't get them back in time. That's just kind of where my concerns lie. I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, I feel kind of the same. I mean, it's, it's the NFL, man. It's hard to predict, hard to figure out what the heck's going to happen. You just hope for the best. And I mean, we could really use a bye week um, Not that I think it's going to take care of any of these, longer term injuries we think we saw today, but I think this team just needs a, a chill moment, uh, a chance to pause and reflect. And I think their buys at a really good time too. I mean, you get a lot of games in, it'll give them a chance to kind of look down the stretch run here. Um, you know, front office personnel, Mr. Gutekunst um, can see what's going on and, you know, maybe talk with his assistant GM, Mr. Rogers as well. Yeah. I think the Packers, you know, schedule, you know, I, I kind of like the late buy initially, but you're always thinking about that where there's no injuries previously, right? And, you know, they have the buy and then they have the Bears at home, which is a Sunday night game, you know, so quote unquote, a little extra rest there. And then you have two AFC North opponents, which is kind of odd, kind of later in the year. You know, I feel like in previous schedules, you know, you're really hammering those division opponents uh later in the year but then they go at ravens home against the browns who looked mortal today and then they finish up uh with the vikings and lions the last two weeks of the year uh one at home and one on the road the vikings game being a sunday night game so yeah it'll be interesting to see how things play out you know we're hoping for good news uh with those injured packers but you know who are we you know sitting here complaining about a win i mean a win's a win number one seed in the nfc hopefully uh, in the driver's seat, and hopefully we can keep it going. Yes, sir. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week.